All right. This, this week's episode is brought to you by Away Travel. This episode is presented by Away Travel. Quite simply, Away makes everything you need for, tri- for a trip away. Away started with a perfect suitcase, then built from there, creating a range of travel standards developed from the travel stories of friends and seatmates. The pieces aren't smart. They're thoughtful with features that solve travel problems. To give ho- the whole world access to better travel standards, Away took the direct-to-consumer approach to lower prices and the quality is guaranteed. Your Away suitcase will be with you for life. We're teaming up with Away and Podgo to give you the best deal on premium luggage by going to podgo backslash away. That's podgo.co backslash away. Away travel here to make your journey seamless. You like that, right? That was smooth. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time we're recording in two weeks. Yeah. Because <laughs> last week's was a an emergency episode. We just kind of slapped something together. No. But a lot has happened in the last two weeks. It has? Yeah. We got rid of one of the neighbors downstairs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're coming. <laughs> we have a neighbor downstairs who spends all his time screaming and fighting with his girlfriend. Girlfriend or wife. We don't, we're not sure. We don't know. Whatever. But that's all they do is just scream and fight and throw doors and. All hours of the night. All hours of the night. So la- last weekend, the cops showed up. <laughs> and last weekend. Was it last? Yeah, it was last week. No, two weekends ago. Yeah. They showed up and they had a conversation with her and him. Because it got really, really scary. Somebody called the cops on them, apparently. Yeah. It wasn't us. <laughs> it wasn't us, though. But I was waiting for the cops to come over here and be like, yo, what's going on? And I'd be like, um, yeah. <laughs> but it didn't work out. But now she you left. probably an avid listener of your show. You watch him be like, oh, I, I hear them talking about me. <laughs> because... She left. She, she the other day. What was it? We, two? we finally figured out she did. Leave. Yeah, she left. So we. I, I work. My office sees the back of the building. Yeah. So I saw her loading. Show up in the U-Haul truck and just load everything up on a like at seven thirty in the morning. Yeah. So she got all her stuff and dipped out. And with the kids. With the kids. And I heard her say, "I gotta get all this done before he shows up from from work." And I was like, "Man, that's crazy." So. Last night, he's on the phone. We hear everything in our in our apartment. He's on the phone crying to her. He's like, I love you so much. You complete my heart. I love you. <laughs> you better be quiet. He's going to hear you. Good. That was the soundtrack of our night last night. Oh, my gosh. You complete my heart. I love you so much. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Come back. And he said, I'm so hungry. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm so, but she's a big girl, so I know she cooked. Yeah, she cooked. And he's crying. I'm so hungry. You can, well, no, he prepped. He started with, "I'm so hungry." You complete my, heart. and then you complete my heart. Now, like, baby, I love you so much. You complete me. It was, I'm so hungry. <laughs> really, yo, there's a McDonald's down the street. We live within walking distance of McDonald's, Little Caesars, Sonic. Marco's Pizza, Sonic. Um, there's two McDonald's within walking distance of us. Yeah, a Taco Bell. We got everything. Yeah. But. Yeah, we do. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Where's Chick-fil-A? Zaxby's. Oh, yeah, Zaxby's. We have a ton of stuff. We have everything, but he, he's so hungry and misses her. But anyway, <laughs> well, let's get past that. So, this week's episode is a Kelly episode. It's a special episode for Kelly. <laughs> that's, that's our... That's our um, our other co-host, Jonah. 
Yeah. Oh, it's okay, buddy. It's okay. <laughs> you said his name and he stopped. He's like, wait, 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 wait. Jonah, Jonah, a lot of people are listening to your voice right now. Everybody's listening. He's like, no, not a lot. So if you cry, people hear. People around the world will hear you. Yeah. People in Sri Lanka. I don't even know where that is. <laughs> Peru, Chile, Colombia. They're listening, buddy. He's so mesmerized. So he's like, I don't know what's happening, but he said my name. <laughs> he's like, mom, what's going on? So <laughs> now he's going to turn away. He's like, oh, I'm done with this. I'm over it. But he's like, I'm going to go cry in the corner. <laughs> I'm going to sit behind mama and cry behind. I'm not making fun of you, buddy. No, he's just dramatic. He fell off the bed. (laughs) Well, that's a reason to cry. (laughs) It didn't make me flinch. Oh, okay. He's he's just staring at us wide-eyed. He's like, (laughs) he just wants attention. What's going on here? (laughs) So this is Kelly's episode, no doubt. No doubt. Because me and Megan really didn't know much about No Doubt. Love no doubt. But when yeah, I was, we had, to, we had to do our research because we didn't know anything. We didn't know anything about. <laughs> but what's funny is that growing up in high, in New York, we had I had a friend Tracy. Mm-hmm. Hey Tracy, if you're listening, shout out to you. <laughs> she was the biggest No Doubt fan. Yeah, like she would dress like Gwen Stefani. I mean, she was straight up No Doubt. So whenever I think of No Doubt, I think of Tracy. That's cool. Yeah, and I wish I had listened. And now doing the research, I wish I had listened to more No Doubt when yeah. I was younger. Yeah. I was thoroughly impressed. Mm-hmm. Was we agreed. Th- we knew like the same six songs. Yeah, we we knew the exact same six songs that we we. So when I went, I just I typed in on YouTube, no doubt, and I just played all their music videos. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I just know these six songs. Yeah, and I actually took one of your songs because I was like, yeah. oh, I really like this song. But yeah, I know. And then she's like, oh, that's my song. That was my song. Are those the only two? No, but it, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. <laughs> but. So yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait! Oh, I forgot no. to tell Megan. Oh, no. I haven't told Megan that. See, a lot has happened in the last two weeks. We actually got a subscriber. Really? That is paying for this. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yep. We got one. You know it. We got one. You know who it is, or is it just random? No, it's just a, a it's listener. Just a random listener. Okay. Shout out to Shayla. Thank you, random listener. Yeah. <laughs> Shayla, thank you. You you fed all our kids. <laughs> We have to divide. We have to divide the money amongst four, five, five kids and several adults. But thank you, thank you for listening, and thank you for helping us out. Yeah, Andre's a big boy, so you know he eats a lot. I do. As I, we just got back from eating, gas. They feel bad for us. <laughs> he eats as much as the, the five kids. Yeah. yeah, I was like, please feed our kids. Feed our kids. We're hungry. We're like, we're like the neighbor downstairs. I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. You complete my heart. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to what tonight's going to bring. We should record it. No, because it was kind of muffled. Anyways. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> we could hear him through the AC vent. See, our AC vents, <laughs> I don't know how it works out, but we hear everything that yeah. happens. Yeah. And I'm hoping that the neighbor upstairs hears everything I say about her because I hate her. <laughs> Because she can't park within the lines. You've probably seen when you when you whenever you come over, you see this red truck that parks all discombobulated. That's her, and she stares at us whenever we walk by her. Yeah, yeah, she's a jerk. She's, anyway, she's a jerk. you hear me, neighbor? <laughs> Don't shut up. All right. Oh my gosh. Go ahead, hon. Tell us about no doubt. 
So No Doubt is an American rock band from Anaheim, California, which is where Disneyland is. You know, um, I'm, I'm hoping that hit record. Okay, I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, they formed in 1986, so I was two years old. Which I had no idea yeah. that they've been around almost our entire life. Yeah. yeah. Gwen Stefani doesn't, think- Gwen doesn't look that old, though. No, she ages very well. <laughs> I don't think she's aging at all. I don't know what skincare routine she has, but I need it. Well, I'm sure I'm sure she's had some plastic surgery. Yeah, it's yeah, called money. True. I know. I need I need that. Because she looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. She's um, in good shape though. Yeah. Yeah, Her she's she's in very good shape. She does the yoga. Probably. I think. Uh so the band consists of Gwen Stefani, who's the vocalist. Uh, guitarist Tom Dumont, bassist Tony Canal, and drummer Adrian Young. Since the mid-1990s, they have been supported by trombonist and keyboardist Gabriel McNair and trumpeter and keyboardist Stephen Bradley in live performances. So they actually had an album come out in 1992, but it didn't do very well. Um, But then... Tragic Kingdom came out in 95 and went Diamond Certified. Um, because that's when that wave of ska kind of hit the 90s, Mm -hmm. and that's what they are basically. Um, and Don't Speak, the third out single from the album, set a record when it spent 16 weeks at the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100 Airplay chart. That song was everywhere, it wasn't everywhere, it was everything and everywhere, and it was all the things. It was all the things. I like that. <laughs> it was all it really things. was all the things because I think that thing was yeah. In New York City, that where was, we we had mostly rap stations. They was on there too. Yeah, that was the very first song I heard of No Doubt, and I like absolutely loved it. After I that. remember when it came out, I went. Me and Nestor cut school. Of course, you did. And we went to Coconuts. It's like <laughs> Fye here, but okay. it was up near Coconuts, and we went to the store. We were buying the Puff Daddy. Um, single mm-hmm. and no, and don't speak was playing and i was like who is this mm-hmm. and i actually bought the little cassette single for don't speak and it mm-hmm. blew my mind yeah yep um and then just a we're girl we're gonna roll back to puff daddy eventually but... yeah let's do the puff daddy episode <laughs> oh, we did the notorious big episode too <laughs> maybe maybe um, Just a Girl was co-written by Gwen and was described as the most popular cut on the CD. And then the next album, Return of Saturn. Um, they went five years between albums. That's yep, I didn't realize it was that long. It came out in 2000. Um, it didn't match the success of Tragic Kingdom, um, but it still received critical praise and was nominated for Best Rock Album at the 43rd Grammy Awards. Which is coming up soon, the Grammys. I didn't realize they were yeah. doing Grammys this year yeah. with the Rona. Did they write their own music from the beginning? Yes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they're one of the few bands that writes their own music, which I love about them. So, yeah, yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. So with with your next your next sentence, I I didn't realize that that was. Go ahead, read your next sentence. Uh, fifteen months later, the band reappeared with the album Rocksteady in two thousand one, which incorporated reggae 
and dancehall music into their work. And actually, I talk about this a little bit in one of the songs, in one of my songs. Um, but I didn't album, realize it was just 15 months. Yeah. Like, that was like, a, that's a quick turnaround. Well, I think because Return of Saturn didn't do good, they probably yeah. figured we need to pump out an al- a better album. Yeah. Because um, there are some good songs on that album. I think most of the songs I know of theirs is off that album, now that I look at this. Off of Rocksteady? Yeah, because I know Hey Baby, Underneath It All, mm-hmm. Hella Good. Mm-hmm. I know Don't Speak. Well, that's Tragic Kingdom. Okay. But yes. Out of my six, I yeah. know three of on that album. Yeah. But I mean, Return of Saturn had a couple of good songs on Underneath it, it All, like, and, and um, um, Simple Kind of Life. I like that song. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're... Their album, uh, Rocksteady, was primarily recorded in Jamaica and featured collaborations with different um, Jamaican artists like Bounty Killer, uh, Sly and Robbie, and Lady Shaw. That, that, what a nice little gimmick. Like, hey, we got to record an album. All right, well, cool. We're going to record it in Jamaica. Yeah. Well, that that was the vibe that they wanted. Yeah, that I understand album. that. But I mean, so, you, you could always fly those guys in, but they wanted to be. No, they wanted to be immersed in, in Jamaica. It. Yeah. Yeah. Which I get because they're a lot of their stuff is kind of is that ska has mm-hmm. that ska Jamaican vibe, yeah. And yeah. so that's you know I mean I think that's kind of cool that they went there to Jamaica to Jamaica. I was born in Jamaica. When the Rock Steady the Rock Steady album is when it kind of changed their sound a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the first two albums sound a lot a lot alike, but then the Rock Steady album has a lot of different. You can tell like the dance. Type yeah, stuff mm-hmm. is incorporated more of the reggae, more of the Jamaican. Mm-hmm. They evolved, not- yeah, yeah. They did evolve big time. Yeah, yeah they did. Because you can't compare yeah. "Don't Speak" and uh, "I'm Just a Girl" to the newer yeah. stuff on that. Yeah. It's, it's almost it's, like a different band. Yeah, it's completely different. But "Tragic Kingdom" is still a classic. Oh yeah, album. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why you're yelling at me. I understand that. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying. Like, even though the sounds. This, even though the sounds are different, mm-hmm. you still you still both, feel that vibe that both albums you know are no different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and both albums can stand on their own. Yes, like I mean, they're just those are just amazing albums. Yep. Um, so Rocksteady was um had two Grammy winning sing- singles, which was Hey Baby and Underneath It All. Um, and Hella Good was nominated for a Grammy Award. Uh, they On November 22nd, 2002, no doubt received the key to the city of Anaheim given by the mayor of Anaheim, Tom Daly, in Disneyland during the band's appearance on Breakfast with Kevin and Bean. In the morning. It's a radio show. Oh, okay. I'm kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> it says K-Rock, so I figured it's a radio yeah. station. <laughs> uh, where they performed five songs. And then after... Uh, a 2004 tour, um, they started doing their solo projects. Um, Gwen released two successful solo albums, uh, Love Angel, Music Baby, and The Sweet Escape. And then Tom Dumont released his own solo project, Invincible Overlord. And then in 2008, they started working together uh, again on their sixth uh, album, Push and Shove. And then release their single "Settle Down," and they've sold over thirty-three million records worldwide. Hmm. I didn't realize the "Sweet Escape" was a Gwen Stefani song. Mm-hmm. So, and what's the "Banana" song? Is that a Gwen Stefani song? Or is that yes? That's a Gwen Stefani song. I think that's on "Sweet Escape." Say again. Isn't that on "Sweet Escape"? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't follow her much 
as a solo artist, um, I felt I just followed mostly them as a band. I honestly didn't even know when they broke up until I looked it up. Are they broken up? They're not. No, I mean like they like when she took a break when she went solo. And yeah. then when they got back together, I had no idea what the, the years were on that. Yeah. No, I'm... The, what is the name of the banana song? It's not called Banana. Uh... Sweet Escape? No. Uh... It's, um... I I know it if I see it. I can't think of it. All right, we're past this. Yeah. It's over. It's done with. Whatever. Know. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Bobby's home. <laughs> like Roberto in the morning. It's always like, "Hey, Dad, what's up?" <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can be on the podcast, Roberto. Say what's up. He's like, "No, I'm good." No, I'm good, man. There you go. <laughs> We've had a Roberto cameo. <laughs> All right then. So. Discussing songs. Kelly Marie, take it away. All right. So the first song is Don't Speak. Um, This was the third single off their Tragic Kingdom album. It was originally written as a love song, but they did several rewrites and eventually was modified into a breakup song when her and her boyfriend at the time, Tony Canal, ended their seven-year relationship. That's wild. Yeah, which I knew. Um, I would not want to be in a band with your ex. Well, I wouldn't want to date somebody yeah. in the band because yeah. if something goes wrong, that is the most awkward situation ever. Well, I think um, I think they kept it a secret for a while mm-hmm. Yeah, because... He's home. <laughs> Our neighbor downstairs just showed up. Because her brother actually started the band. Mm-hmm. And so these were all like his friends yeah. and she was just the little sis, scrawny little sister that wanted to come. Oh my God. Hang out. Can you not <laughs> sit still? <laughs> I can't. Um, Megan doesn't make as much noise as you do. <laughs> and she got three, four kids on her right now. <laughs> so, um, so I think they kept it a secret mm-hmm. for a little while and then eventually, you know, so this whole album is about their breakup basically. Interesting. It was written because of this breakup. So essentially one of the best albums of all time. <laughs> well, that's always the case with any type of amazing song. It's because of a breakup. Yeah. Um, so Are he's this... currently in the band? Yeah. Yes. Is he currently in the band? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of weird. He's, they... he's a good looking Indian dude. Yeah. He's a he's a pretty man. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I've seen the pictures of him. I just didn't know which one. Yeah, he's a pretty yeah. man. Yeah. The, it's all yeah. the original members. Like yeah. they've gone through and... And the album, the um, video for Don't Speak kind of was, it it kind of shows, it. well, it, it shows Gwen being like the center of attention mm-hmm. and the guys in the background. And I, I remember either listening to an interview or reading an article like way back when, um, when it first came out that like it was kind of how things were going a at biographical the yeah yeah and that the guys were you know because in the video they're kind of like upset that she's being you know she's taking over pretty she's much taking it. over and she's the focal it's basically point. it's her and not it's about her and not about the band mm-hmm. 
Um, so that's kind of how the video is. Which is it's, a little bit. It sucks that that happens when it's a female led a female led band. Yeah. That the focus always gravitates towards the female, and they try to yeah push out the other members. Almost like that. I feel like yeah. that happened to Paramore a little bit with yeah. Haley Williams. Is like they pushed off the guys to the side when yeah they were trying to over sexualize and yeah it's just oh, yeah. it's dumb. But I mean, I think that I don't know. I mean. I kind of feel like that happens with guys, too. Not as much, I don't think. Maybe not as much, but, like, like for me, like, sync, it was kind of... But that's a boy band, though. That's not a rock band. No, but it's still the same thing, where, yeah. you know, they kind of push the other guys to the back, and but, Justin was in the front. But that was only Justin Timberlake. All right, what, what Backstreet Boys, who got pushed to the side? All the rest of them. Nobody. Yeah, they, they were just no, I know, but I mean, I'm not saying it happens all the time, but it does happen sometimes. Yeah. Certain bands, you know, there's always there's at least one person that sticks yeah. out. Yeah. Um, and it may not happen all the time, but it does happen some of the time. Probably more with so with women, Fem- female with females bands, yeah. than men. But yep, they have feel like they have something to prove anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, fighting for dominance. And I feel like they yeah. they probably feel like they have to get it while the getting is good like with their looks yeah because at some point they're gonna get older and their looks are gonna be fading away yeah which is dumb i think your your talent should carry you all the way through it should like uh what's her face the girl from blondie yeah um i don't know her name debbie harris yeah fantastic stevie nicks yeah i, I feel like they didn't really over sexualize them but no they didn't they still they they survive all these years because of their their um talent yeah well and i think too I think um I think it may be how old they are too. True. Um, you know, Gwen started when she was very young. Yeah, she was in her teens when they started. Yeah. And uh, as opposed to, you know, Stevie Nicks, I don't know how old she was. She's always looked kind of old ish. <laughs> no, she looked young she looked good back in the day. <laughs> to me, I guess she just looked she always looks old, looked older than yeah. probably what she was. Yeah. So maybe, you know, I don't know. And maybe some women just stick to their guns mm-hmm. more so than others. I don't know. Yeah. All right. We went on, on a crazy tangent. Yeah, I know. Keep going with the song. So anyways. <laughs> we, <laughs> yeah, we went on a crazy tangent. <laughs> um. So Don't Speak was nominated for Song of the Year and Best Pop Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals at the 40th Grammy Awards. Did they win it? Uh, I don't know. I want to know what beat them. I don't know. I I right, keep keep talking. I'll find it. Um, it ranked at number four hundred and ninety-five on Blender Magazine's "The Five Hundred Greatest Songs Since You Were Born," hmm. which I'm kind of disappointed. It's only four hundred and ninety-five. <laughs> uh, it was featured as a playback track in the 2009 game Band Hero, and can be downloaded on the 2008 version of Rock Band Two. And it was actually sampled by multiple hip-hop artists, including Ice Cube's War and Peace. Um, Say what? Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to look that up. I know. I, I should have looked that up more because I just did not even think about that. Um, so, and then in a quote um, from Gwen, she said, It used to be more upbeat, more of a 70s rock type thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. She said, when Tony and I broke up, it turned into a sad song. 
uh, a live version of the song exists from April uh, 1994 shows off a bouncy tune that has the same skeleton as the release version, but not the same urgency. And the band performed part of the original song on VH1 Storytellers on August 10th, 2000. You're still looking for it, aren't you? Yeah, it's kind of tough to find. I mean, I want to I want to find 40th Grammy nominations. There you go. It was the best pop performance. Yeah. Well, I still find it. We could have May and jump into just a girl because this is blowing my mind. <laughs> he's he's oh. spinning. I found the I found the uh, the nominees, but it doesn't say who won it though. Mm. It was Silver Springs by Fleetwood Mac, Umbop by Hanson, oh, Virtual and Insanity, Virtual Insanity by Jamiroquai, Don't oh. Speak by No Doubt, Anybody See My Baby, The Rolling Stones. I'm gonna guess Jamiroquai won. Yeah, that was a big year for him, I think. Whatever happened to that dude? Who knows? Yeah. Like, you hear more No Doubt than Jamiroquai now. <laughs> so <laughs> The only time I hear Jamiroquai is on the 90s station on any type of... Um... Yeah. And it's the same song. Yeah. All right, we'll let, we'll let Megan take over. I'm, I'm going to find out. Don't worry, I'll get the answer to this. <laughs> By the end of the episode, he'll yep. get the answer. Maybe. Um, I had uh, Just a Girl... Um, but I like the acoustic version better. It slows it down just a little bit. And um, it was released in September of um, 2000, or no, not 2000, 2000. 95. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was jumping. Into Which, FYI, I was only six. Um, <laughs> I was 11. It was, yeah. It was written by um, Stefani and Dumont. It was uh, produced by um, Matthew Wilder. Just a Girl was a new wave. A song written by Stefani's perspective of life as a woman and her struggles with having a strict parent um, uh, growing up. It only peaked at the uh, on the Billboard Hot 100 on um, Hit 23, which I kind of expected more, but just yeah. because it, it's, to me it's a different, it's a really different sounding song for them, yeah. um, just overall. But um, it entered. Uh, Let's see, the alternative songs, Hot Rock songs, mainstream top 40 component charts. Um, so it reminded me just mainly of like the typical girl power stuff, which is cool. And it kind of, to me, it personifies like Stefani altogether of like what she kind of has to stand for, like being the only girl in the band. And yeah. she actually has nothing but boys. Like she's she said that on interview, she has nothing but boys in her life where, you know, mm -hmm. she's engaged to Blake Shelton now, but at the time she, I don't know. Well, she she has you know, three whatever. boys, I think. Yeah, she has oh, three she? boys. She's an old band boy member, yeah. and she, you know, she always has said she surrounds herself by like the greatest men in her life. Which, yeah, you know, she counts her sons in that as well. But um, and she actually named her her one of her kids um, uh, Kingston, which is a Jamaican name. Yep, mm -hmm. it's the capital because of Jamaica, isn't it? The, she loves the she loves the culture so much. She. Um, I remember her saying that on an interview, but I like the acoustic version of this song better. Um, it's less rock. The music sounds really good. Um, slows it down just a tad, mm -hmm. um, but it, it's still just a really, it's a really good uh, version of it, but that's all I had on it. So virtual and Sandy won the, gra the Grammy that year. Yeah, movie, you figured it. Yep. 
it was virtual insanity. Yeah. And the 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 record of the year that year was Sunny Came Home by Sean Colvin. Really? Yeah. Over <laughs> It was nominated against Where Have All the Cowboys Gone by Paula Cole, which I remember that song. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Every Day is a Winding Road by Cheryl Crow. Umbop, I believe I can fly by R. Kelly. I, I think I would have Umbop making the charts. I like, think I don't get it. I think I believe I can fly could have won that. Yeah. That song was everywhere. That's when the Space yeah. Jam came out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Sunny Came Home should have won. No. Because that song was awful. <laughs> oh. Sean Colvin was born in January 10th, 1956. What? He's older than my mom. <laughs> hey, she's got a Grammy, too. <laughs> wow. Homegirl's 65 years old and winning a Grammy. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm stupefied by that. Anyway, so. <laughs> it's your turn. Yeah, my turn. I As I was doing my research, I, I found this song Sunday Morning. Yeah, what and I, I told you about. No, you didn't. I found it on my own. You said that I took the song away from your list, and I did. No, but I said I was going to do Sunday Morning. Yeah, or... and which I already I had already put on there. No. All right, anyway. <laughs> you took my song. It was written by Gwen Stefani, Eric Stefani, and Tony Canal. Canal. Canal, sorry. I guess. I don't know. Okay, maybe. Canal sounds weird. <laughs> um, this song is actually featured on their greatest hits album, The Singles, 1992 to, 1992 to 2003. And it describes a romantic relationship that ends in a breakup and was inspired by a discussion that Gwen Stefani had with Canal. So the song is described as pop and ska with a little bit of reggae and Motown music, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And the song was written by Eric Stefani right before he left the band, because he left left because of creative differences in the beginning of 1995. Like, can you imagine leaving No Doubt right before they hit big? Yep. But I don't think he regrets it. How do you know? Eric I mean, is my... a brother, right? Yeah, it's her brother. Yeah, yeah. He might. So how could you not have creative differences with your sister? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I can't work with my brother. Yeah, no. I couldn't work. Did with they really my... not see it coming? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he could have stayed on, like, uh, but maybe I'll... he gets like royalties. Since Hopefully he... for that one album, which is ain't bad. Yeah, and I'm sure he could he could call his sister, like, hey, yo, can I get can you write me a check for Seriously. a couple of G's? <laughs> like, or maybe just they, they hate each other. Who knows? Yeah, he probably gets royalties from. So when he left, Gwen actually took over the role as the songwriter which resulted in ultra-personal songs that described her personal and romantic life. So, all these songs that she wrote during this period are the songs that were included in Tragic Kingdom. And the material on Tragic Kingdom documented Stefani's former relationship with Canal, which lasted seven years. And it's funny because Canal refers to Sunday Morning as his favorite No Doubt song in an interview that he had with Rolling Stone magazine. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you say that? It's one of my favorite songs, and it's about me. Well, so is Don't Speak. So is, Yeah, like, all the songs. Yeah, the whole album is about Tony. <laughs> so it's funny. Yeah, um, Gwen Stefani said that she brainstormed the lyrics to the song after speaking with Canal through a bathroom door while at his parents' house in California. And then she later revisited the lyrics and edited, edited them to describe a breakup. So, and um, Rolling Stone actually describes the song as being one of the meanest on Tragic Kingdom. And summarize the lyrical content as girl used to go out with boy and act pathetic and overdependent, but now the tables are turned. Rather than taking on the persona of a victim, Stefani plays the conqueror as heard in the song's bridge. Stefani thanks her lover and remarks, 
Now you're the parasite. Mm-hmm. Fire. Mm-hmm. So Stefani was writing Adele songs before Adele was born. Mm-hmm. Now you're the parasite. <laughs> you're the parasite. And then he goes, oh, wrong one. <laughs> it's this one. Ah, oh, that would have been so good. And now I am. He's so stupid. Oh man. Anyway, but I really, I this song I really enjoyed when I it was the first song I played on my YouTube channel, and I was hooked. Yeah. And the video is cool too. Yeah, the video is cool. I you really know, enjoyed this song. You know what it reminds me of? What? <laughs> the scene in Fast and the Furious where they're all sitting down at the table and eating together. <laughs> they're eating Sunday dinner. Yuck. Still your favorite song, Andre? I hate. I, I I'm gonna omit that she even said that because I I detest the Fast and the Furious movies. Ugh. Ugh. I don't understand how we're married. I didn't know this about you before we got married. I didn't you, know that about you. You before sprung we got that married. on me after we got married, and it's like that would have been a deal breaker. It would not. We would have been dating. I'm like, oh, I love the Fast and the Furious movies. How do you feel about that? I'm like, uh, I gotta go. There goes our idiot neighbor upstairs running across the. Stop running. Anyway. Slow down. Yeah. But I just hate those movies. <laughs> I just had to do that. I just you. hate those movies so much. I had to How do you feel about them, Megan? I watch them, but they're, I mean, you know, I like cars. So. All right. See? But to me, it's not even about the cars. Like. No, it's not. That's what sucks. They uh, don't highlight the cars. No, they don't. <laughs> when you use a car to launch no, yourself across two buildings. But in the first movie, they did highlight the cars. But it was awful acting. But oh, yeah. it was the first movie. All right. <laughs> it's gotten better. No, it has acting, not. acting, I think. Uh, no, they just keep adding different stars. Yeah. Like, they just yeah. Like, throw the rock in there and add. It's like, who's the hottest actor right now? We're throwing him in there. Well, it's yeah. just one of those, like cheesy action films that people make the, i mean i don't hate them but i don't see pick them and i haven't had the heart to watch it since um he um paul, paul walker. walker died yeah i haven't watched anything from that point on the best so. scene out of all those movies and i don't mean to sound morbid was the goodbye scene between him and vin diesel that that was amazing that that really was that amazing. was the best scene because i thought they did it with very with a lot of class they did and it was, I, I teared up a little bit. I was like, you know what? I hate the movies, but I grew up watching them yeah. in high school. And yep. just in general, I watched them. That would so have. That, that I, was, it was done just right. I feel like that would have been also a good way to end the series. Yes. And not continue. Yeah, they should have let it go after that. Like, not that I'm mad about them continuing. They should have just called it, after he died, La Familia. <laughs> or the family. And then Vin Diesel would have picked up on it. Why, why keep going? <laughs> But I mean, I I like that they kept going because I like the movies. But you know, I I still think that would have been a good way to end. It should have the series. Anyway, how do we end up on what the heck just happened? <laughs> All right, moving on. I don't understand what just happened. How do we end up on Fast and the Furious? Because I said the the no doubt. Oh, you try to ruin morning. the song for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Proceed. Alright, so um, Ex-Girlfriend. This is off their fourth album, Return of Saturn. Um, A review from Billboard magazine called Gwen's vocal performances on the song Fantastic. 
and the video was actually made during an episode of MTV's Making the Video. I do remember that. Yeah. I love that show. Yeah, that was one of my favorite shows on MTV. That I and wish... Pop-Up Video on VH1 was a yeah, jam. Yeah, Pop-Up Video. I think they still do. Don't they still do? I... Do they show music videos anywhere? Yeah, that's true. I watch them on YouTube. That's the only <laughs> thing I watch. Um, so even though um, it fa- the song failed to enter the U.S. Billboard Hot 100, uh, it reached number 11 on the bubbling under Hot 100. I don't know what that what is. What the heck does that mean? I don't know. Um, it did find popularity on the U.S. alternative rock stations, and it peaked at number two on the Modern Rock Tracks chart becoming their highest charting single on that listing alongside their breakup hit single don't speak Hmm. um so abroad the single had more success reaching number six in iceland and number nine in australia and spain as well as the top 20 in finland netherlands new zealand sweden and switzerland in Australia, the song was certified gold and came in at number 80 on the country's year-end chart for 2000. I thought that song was... I, I could have sworn it was bigger than it was. Um, like on, on the, I expected it to be on the Billboard Hot 100 because I heard that song nonstop. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean... You never heard it? I, I've heard it recently, but I never knew it Like on the album. Is this the one where she has like, the crazy hair, like the... Pink, Pink hair, hair and stuff. Yeah. yeah, song was everywhere yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. Huh, anyway. Um, and where I have lost where I was. You um, were on. Oh, um, okay, in the yeah. UK, uh, this the song became their fifth top forty hit, debuting and peaking at number twenty three on the UK singles chart, and then it spent three weeks um in the top one hundred. Um, in Ireland, the song reached number forty and spent two weeks in the top fifty. And she originally uh, composed the song as a... What does that word mean? I don't know. <laughs> you wrote it. What does it mean? I didn't write it. I what, copy and What's a dergy? <laughs> what's a dergy? <laughs> I read that and I was like, she she has to know what that means. No, I don't. Then why'd you write it in there? I didn't write it. I copied and pasted <laughs> it. It's dirge. A dirge is a lament for the dead, especially one forming part of a funeral, right? A mournful song, piece of music, or poem. Okay. So, she composed it as a mournful song. As a derg. (laughs) About her relationship with Gavin Rossdale. Which I forgot that they were together. Yeah, they were married for a long time. They were married? Yeah. They were. They had three kids together. I knew they had the kids, but I didn't realize they they, they they were married. married. Yeah. Oh, snap. And I believe... I don't... Uh, she's still not divorced from him. Really? Yeah. He won't, he won't divorce her. He won't sign the papers. Nice. And he's, she's trying to get married to what's his face? To Blake Shelton. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, for those of you who don't know, Gavin Rossdale was the lead singer of Bush. Um, Great and... man. Come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Gavin Rossdale, come on the show. Come on the show. What are you doing right now? Nothing. Come on. Come on the show. <laughs> Yeah, he's really gonna come on now. <laughs> now that you just like insulted we, him, we don't like we nothing. don't like Blake either. Come on, the show. <laughs> no, I actually like Blake Shelton. So, um, so she married Gavin in two thousand two. Um, and then after listening to it, the band increased the tempo because the album already included several ballads. So the the line, uh, "You say you're gonna burn before you're mellow," is a reference to the lyrics in the Bush song "Dead Meat." I'm doing. 
I'm doing you in tomorrow. I'll burn before I mellow. Oh, so it's like the Taking Back, Taking Back Sunny brand new thing. Yeah. Where they use each other's lyrics against each other. Yeah. I like that. And see, I actually thought this song was about Tony again. So did I. Because. Well, I, mean, I just realized they, got, they were, yeah. <laughs> you just realized they got they had actually gotten married. Yeah, I thought they were together. <laughs> I didn't realize they were married. Yeah. And breaking news on my, my Instagram just showed me that J-Lo and Alex Rodriguez have broken up. Ooh. So, and I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't know they were together. Yeah, they've been there so, for a while. So, they do. They make TikToks together. All right, J Lo, yeah. come on, J Lo, come on the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm from New York too. I used to take the six train too. All right, to the Bronx. <laughs> no, to uh, Lincoln Center. I went to my job. All right. So, huh? So, yeah. I actually like this song, Ex Girlfriend. Yeah, it's very catchy. I, I've always, I've liked this song a I'm lot. Always doing it if you're ex girlfriend. Mm. I like. Whoa. It. <laughs> all right. So, I, I I like Megan's dig here on the the first line of her song. I was six. <laughs> Y'all were old. Yeah. No, we're not that far apart. I no, we're not. We're not actually. No. But at six and eleven, that is far apart. Yeah, it is. But at thirty-one and thirty-six. Yeah. Uh, thirty-seven for some of us. Yep. Then it's a big. It's not that much. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so we'll let Megan talk about Spiderwebs. <laughs> Spiderwebs was probably the first song I knew of theirs. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where I heard it, like, originally. It was probably on the radio, maybe. I don't know. But um, it was released in November of 95. And yes, I was six years old. I just turned six. <laughs> um, <laughs> my birthday is in November. Um, it was released, and it was it had positive uh, reviews from contemporary uh, critics. Um, they actually called it one of their no doubt defining songs and it reached number 18 on um, hot 100 airplay chart but it was not allowed to be on the billboard charts because they did not release it as a single um, and a couple of people have um, covered the song a group called four years strong I've and heard that version Mar- yeah. Miranda Lambert covered the song which both uh, versions suck but. I think I'd like to hear the Miranda Lambert one I haven't heard that one I kind of want to hear both of them I've done, I didn't know anybody covered these songs. That was kind of, that's kind yeah, of cool. Yeah, we have to check that out. Yeah. But yeah, we, I, Spiderwebs was on the first. That That's that's probably the reason why that other song was on the, on the hot Billboard 100. It was probably wasn't released as a single. That's what she just yeah. said. Yeah, so I'm saying, but I'm saying this one wasn't released as a single, so that other one was probably not released as a single. Therefore, it wasn't on the Billboard Top 100. Which one? Um, Ex-Girlfriend. Was uh, it a single? Yeah. Oh. It was a single. Poo-poo on my idea then. Forget what I say. Billboard, then. it, yeah. I don't know why it didn't enter the Billboard Hot 100, but yeah, no, hmm. it was a single. Interesting. I like Spiderweb because they did a music video for it. True, true. I'm tired. And again, it's one of those songs that sounds a lot different than the other songs, so that's. It's, I, I, I can pick it out a lot quicker. It's Some harder. Some of their songs seem to room together to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, they sound a lot alike. That's probably why I don't know a whole lot of them, just because they all sound similar yeah yeah um, none of them are bad but they just i like the ones that sound different um and spiderwebs i agree jonah i agree <laughs> i like spiderwebs i like the drums the drum line in spiderwebs mm-hmm. it's heavy i like it yeah. i like i like the chorus where it's just kind of ran together and you can't quite like unless dun, dun, dun. you really know the song i have no idea what she's saying. yeah i have no idea what she's saying yeah you see i'm gonna pull up 
then you end up like singing along with it without actually know what she's saying. Yeah. So you just you're sounding syllables like it's just not it doesn't just run. Should we do the no doubt? Should we do the Miranda Lambert? No, do no doubt. Let's see what this pops up. It's probably gonna pop up an ad. Do you need car insurance? Let me get to the chorus real quick. I like how her voice has changed mm-hmm. through the years because mm-hmm. there it's very raw yeah, and it's gotten more polished. So is her, her style too. Like I mean, her... she was very stylish in that video. No, I know, but her, I do my hair like that too. <laughs> her, like the way she dresses, it's gotten more um, sophisticated, mm-hmm. but still has that like, rock edge band to it. edge yeah. it has her own her personality to it yeah. and it's still her and if you look at the videos her whole demeanor attitude and outfits start changing in the rock study album yes mm-hmm. you, yeah. you, like you, a lot she starts like it's a totally different win in starting there yep yeah yep because she's more i think in tragic kingdom and I think she's trying to, she was trying to find her voice when her brother left. She's like, yeah, she's, where do I go? She's more tomboyish, mm-hmm. you know, and she's around all these boys. Yeah. So she's got to kind of got to like fit in. Yep. But then, you know, and that it kind of goes into that in um, Hey Baby. Um, like she's a girl with all these guys and she's, you know, they're doing all this crazy stuff and she's just, you know, mm-hmm. drinking her tea and trying to. <laughs> Yeah. Live her life. <laughs> I like that song. Yeah. I like Spider Webs. I like that yeah, song. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. So. Who's hurt? Okay. It's your turn though. Okay, cool. It's my life. And actually I didn't realize that this was a cover. I thought this was an original song of theirs. I didn't know. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they were trying to find a, a song to record for their uh, greatest greatest hits album. That the singles 1992-2003 I mentioned earlier. And they want to record a cover to avoid recording a new song. Which is a great idea. If you're lazy, let's just record a cover. That's what I would do. Um, so they listened to hundreds of songs from the 80s. And they narrowed it down to two contenders. It's My Life by Talk Talk. And Don't Change by In Excess. So, um, no doubt we're... Um, they were on the fence about recording a new a new song or doing the cover. They decided on "It's My Life" after re- rehearsing the song, and they felt like it was a it was a good feel good song. And it was so good that it was actually nominated for a Best Pop Performance Grammy at the forty seventh Grammy Awards. And this version was actually found on Karaoke Revolution Volume Two, and it was also made available on Rock the Rock Band series. Mm-hmm. You're right there. Okay. I'm good. Okay, cool. But yeah, I like that song a lot. It's my life. Mm-hmm. I got nothing else. <laughs> I just I I I found it interesting the fact that it was a cover song. I I really had no idea. I thought it was a no doubt original song. 
most of my life. Yeah. Until a week ago. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it was a cover. Yeah. And I haven't heard the original. You want you guys want to hear the original? Let's see. Let's see. Let's compare. Uh, it's my life. Talk, talk. Watch it be awful. <laughs> Probably is. It already looks awful. Oh my gosh. It sounds just like it. Well, it sounds just the same. Yeah, it does. It sounds exactly the same. <laughs> all right. So, that's all I got for that song. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> so, I guess it's my turn. It is your turn. Your turn. All right. So, Hey Baby. This was the lead single for Rock Study on October 29th, 2001. It was ri- written by Gwen Stefani, Tony Canal, and Tom Dumont. And as we discussed earlier, it was heavily influenced by the Jamaican dance hall music present at their post-party shows and tour bus lounges of their Return of Saturn tour. Uh, it debuted at number 36 and peaked at number 5 on Billboard Hot 100 for two consecutive weeks and stayed on the chart for six months. It uh, won gr- a Grammy for Best Pop Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals at the 2003 Grammy Awards. It debuted at number two on the UK singles chart. Uh, The video was actually filmed in three days and was designed to recreate the parties that the band attended while recording the album in Jamaica. What a great life. Let's record an album (laughs) in Jamaica and then recreate the parties that we had in Jamaica while filming a music video. So in the music video, there's the drummer, Adrian. He is doing this like, he's lifting himself up on these like, not monkey bars, but those rings. Mm-hmm, the gymnastic rings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that actually happened at one of these parties that mm-hmm. they went to so that they like recreated Interesting. that. Interesting. Uh, and he's naked. Oh, nice. <laughs> he's always naked. That just seems dangerous. Yeah. It wasn't, but I mean, yeah. He's always like got some crazy get up at their shows and everything. He's either naked or he's shirtless or he's dressed in women's clothes like there's always something he's got lipstick on i don't know he's crazy um and the video debuted at number 10 on trl and peaked at number three it won an mtv vma for best pop video and best group video in 2002 and it topped vh1's top 20 countdown for three weeks i actually used to watch that top 20 countdown all the time Mm mm-hmm I used to, it was TRL first and then it was VH1's Top 20 Countdown mm-hmm. that I would watch. Yeah. So. Yeah. She wants to go home? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, moving on. It's Megan's turn. Megan's turn. Hella good. Um, this is probably one of my favorite songs of theirs. Uh, I feel like they... Jonah, you're fine. You're okay. Um, from their, it's from the Rocksteady album. 
Oh, Jonah. We can hear you, buddy. Everyone can hear you. Um, <laughs> so it's from the Rocksteady album, which was in 2001. Um, and like I said before, the Rocksteady album was like a turning point in their music for yep. me. That they're, that's their, their sound really changed by then. Yeah. Um, it was nominated for Best Dance Recording, but lost to Dirty Vegas, Days Go By. Um, oh, yeah. That's a good song, actually. Yeah. So um, it performed, they performed it uh, in a medley of Underneath It All and Hella Good as a ceremony. Um, and then you find out that the word hella was actually slang for... Um, it's mostly used in the San Francisco Bay Area for um, meaning very. So oh. technically, the song means very good um, in their terms. Yeah. Which I never knew. I didn't know that until right now. I never looked into it. California yeah. has their I've own. Never... <laughs> yeah, their own lingo. Yeah. Which is Which cool. Is probably yeah. Awesome. Um, so they decided, to, no doubt, decided to work on a. Um, with the hip hop production do the Neptunes and they sort uh, as sort of a collateral collision is what they called it. So that's they wanted cool. to kind of mix their sound and so that's when that started. The so Nep- that maybe added to the uh, the sound change. Neptunes, that's um that's Pharrell, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Pharrell, yeah, they worked on And that yeah. other dude. The Asian dude. Yeah, the Neptunes were it was Pharrell and some Asian dude. Oh. Uh, but they worked on uh, Justin Timberlake's first solo, solo album. Justified. Yeah. See? For all that Asian dude. Oh, I never, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who he is. <laughs> He's just a, Chad never, Hugo. Never seen him in my life. Yeah. Only know Pharrell. Yeah, because Pharrell's the vampire. <laughs> he doesn't age. <laughs> so neither does Gwen Stefani. <laughs> and Gwen Stefani's a vampire too. <laughs> They don't age. I don't believe in vampires. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So our next, the last song is A Simple Kind of Life. So let me breathe in. <laughs> you got a lot. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to breeze over it. Yeah. Um, Gwen Stefani wrote it. And it's off the fourth album, Return, Return of Saturn. Mm-hmm. And it talks about Gwen Stefani's desire to settle down and start a family uh, I'm sorry, the song contrasts Stefani's desire to settle down and start a family with her commitment to the band. So it received a lot of positive reviews from music critics who noted the song's somber melody and raw lyrics. Um, she, uh, Gwen Stefani wrote and composed the track during a last-minute recording session, and she had been writing the song with Tony Kamal that day, and she wrote the song late at night during what she referred to as a PMS moment. I don't know what that means, though. Like she was, she was pissy. <laughs> is what it was. Um, the song was recorded with no rehearsals the following Monday, and this lyrics um, also discuss Stefani's relationship with Gavin Rosdale. She describes that she wants to settle down, get married, and have children. And in the final verse, she even dreams about how her life would have been been if there was a mistake with her birth control as she became pregnant. Talking about pulling the goalie. Mm-hmm. Um. And then she contrasts this with her commitment to the music and No Doubt. And she describes her relationship as unhealthy because of this disparity, comparing herself to a sick domestic abuser looking for a fight. Like our neighbor downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) 
So she ultimately decided that settling down was just a fantasy for her since her freedom and independence is more important to her. Obviously, it happened. Yeah, she ended up having kids, so it was kind of... And she got married. I think at that point in time, she's just trying to figure out, what do I do with my life? Yeah. Who am I as a person? Yeah, she was going through what all... I mean, she, at that point... girls go through. How This was in 2000. How old is Gwen Stefani now? Uh, I don't know. I gotta look it up. In her 50s. No way. She really... <gasps> yeah, I think she's like that 50. doesn't seem right. She's fifty one. What? That makes me so sad. <laughs> she looks fantastic for fifty one. That makes me so, like my heart sank. Wow. Like <laughs> that makes me so. She was born in nineteen sixty nine. She's fifty one years old. Like I feel like she's, she's coming up on fifty two. I feel like she needs to be our age. No, because. I can't know. He had a very successful band in '86. Yeah, true. Like, she was an adult. I know. At yeah, I, you're right. I you're totally right. I can't. <laughs> wow, that blew my mind. I mean, I knew she wasn't our age, but she needs to be our age. Wow. So I was gonna say at that point she's a teenager trying to figure out her way, but no, in 2000 she was 21. <laughs> no. No, she was 31. She was 31. <laughs> she was 31 still trying to figure things out. <laughs> she was 31 out. <laughs> in 2000. Oh, hey, gosh. I'm 31. That means I can still figure things yeah, out. Yeah, write, write a song and try to figure out life, Megan. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do when I grow up. <laughs> oh, it's, goodness. Because okay. now she's going to bug out. <laughs> All right. So, that's no doubt. So, I I thought about something that we could do every week. And we're going to rotate it. It's not just going to be me. Okay. So that'd be funny if it's just me every single week. Like, no, forget <laughs> it. I'm picking the songs. So we're going to do personal pi- personal song pick of the week. Okay. So it's a song that we just want to share with everybody. Hey, check this song out. See if you like it or not. What if I don't have a song? It, it doesn't have to be a new song. Oh. It could be any song you want that okay. you want to share. Okay. Because I was going to say, I, thought, I, thought I don't of, listen to the radio. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about that. I was like, do I do new songs but i was like i don't listen to the radio to understand yeah. and all these songs that i know are like on tiktok i'm a savage whatever yeah. <laughs> that's not gonna be my pick <laughs> no. so oh, God. this one happens to be a new song because okay. i i follow parachute on um instagram yeah and i follow the the girl who's on the voice mm-hmm. so this song is a collaboration between will anderson of parachute and caitlin tarver mm. they um caitlin was on tour with them for many years and they're like best friends and they got together during the pandemic to just do a song. Mm-hmm. So it's called Never Was. So I'm going to play just a small little bit of it So before I get sued. I was blinded by your light, brighter than the sun. You were everything to me, the missing piece I dreamed of. You gave me always just enough to keep me hanging on. And I stayed Didn't want to give you any reason You should move on Yeah, I told myself That you were gonna come around But I lost myself In the waiting I wish that I would have been worth it Me, 
Alright. I want to keep playing it, but no, I can't. You played a lot of it. I know, I just got enthralled. It. Can you, <laughs> you didn't hear it, Megan, did you? No. Oh. Stupid computer stuff. <laughs> Look, you got this all this podcast equipment and you can't even get her to hear it. But it worked earlier. That's the thing. I don't know. I can't on the fly check it and make it work. I mean I'm wow. good, but not that good. I'm good, but not that good. What? Nothing. Oh, okay. Just laughing. So the band, they, they, their little band is called Reeves. R E A V E S. So they made a band. With yes, them. and they're gonna do like a small little album for it, and the song's called Never Was. So, I liked it. Oh, it's so beautiful. What I heard of it, I liked. You haven't heard it yet, like no, all the way through. No. Oh, you gotta hear it, hon. Okay. Like it's I'll it's look it up. it's so beautiful. I like his voice. Oh, his voice is fantastic. We mean we did an episode on the guy because mm-hmm. we love him. Will come on the show. Will come on the show. He probably would. I've reached out and he doesn't respond. I bet he would. I'll keep reaching out. Yeah, keep reaching out. I'll do the meme. Because Andy, it took a while for Andy. It did. I think Andy. I think Andy realized I was going to be stalkerish. <laughs> He's like, I have to get on this show before he finds where I live. <laughs> he he will find where I live. He was cool though. Oh, yeah. Andy! Andy was, was amazing. Andy was the highlight. Of, if, if if I ended this show, it it would have ended there. Yeah, That's, that, I, I I don't think I can top that. You can, but how? How do I top interviewing the the lead singer of my favorite, favorite band of okay. all time? Well, yeah, no, you can't top. Oh, Phil Collins. Yeah, <laughs> Phil or Paul McCartney. Yeah, and then after that, I'm like, I don't. Where do you go from there? No, the show's done. Yeah. I saw all this equipment and we're done. <laughs> and Phil, Phil takes me on tour. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, he, he started his own podcast because of me. No, he didn't. He did. No, he didn't. <laughs> Not because of you. He did. I, he, he, didn't. he sent me a message. No, he didn't. Anyway. <laughs> he doesn't even know who you are. I love this song. Say again. He's speaking to you through the words. He, he, he said, listen to the words, mate. <laughs> Anyway, so I love this song because it's, I, if you read the lyrics, I'm not going to, can you see the lyrics? Yeah, I see the lyrics. Look at the lyrics, hon. Listen to the words. Read the words. Read the words. So it, it's a, the female's telling him that she wished she had, she was, let me start over again. Yeah. She's telling him, I wish I would have been worth it. Somebody that you could have loved. And I spent so much time trying to be what you wanted. And it kills me that I never was. So she's telling him how she feels. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back with, you know, some days I forget your face like you were never there. And some days it's like I'm right back in the place where we stood. And I wonder, did you ever find someone better? Somebody who can make you feel the way I never could? So they're both feeling the same way. They're feeling the same way. Like she feels like she had to change herself for him. And he feels the same way. And then he feels like, I hope you found someone better than me. Yeah. So in my head, I'm thinking... How do you see the song? Do you see it as a breakup song and they're both regretting their relationship? No, I see it as a breakup song and they're regretting that they broke up. Yes. That's how I see that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I see that. Because both points of view, they're saying they're both feeling the same way, but they probably didn't know they were both feeling the yeah. same way. They didn't communicate with each other. But yeah. So they broke up. And they're both regretting it, but probably 
still thinking there's nothing I can do to fix it because they don't know what the other person's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's, it's, it's such a beautiful... And then there's a... They did a performance, an acoustic performance of them two singing this song, and it's haunting. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I'll have to watch it. Yeah. And I, I think Will Anderson's one of the best lyricists yeah. out there. Oh, yeah. Um, we talked about it, how he's a poet. I, I feel like he's comparable to Andrew McMahon. Yeah. Close to it. Because Andrew McMahon, for me, is one of the all-time greatest lyricists of all time. Mm-hmm. And Will's getting close. And his voice is so silky smooth. Yeah, he has a good voice. I mean, let's play it. Let's play a little bit more. Just a, a slight. In some days, it's like I'm right back in the place where we stood. But Megan can't hear it. I know. Sorry, and Megan. I wonder, did you ever find somebody better? Somebody who can make you feel the way I never... What's funny is that his voice is so smooth, but when he talks, he's like... He's kind of goofy talker. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> what the heck Maybe. is that? Holding up a holding up a toy. But yeah, it's. Oh, I I love Will Will Anderson. I come on the show, Will. But yeah, that for me, this song. <laughs> oh my gosh, Jake and Jake and the Neverland Pirates. We knew that one was. Yep, but yeah, I, I for me, that's my song pick for the week. Yeah, that's a good song. So next week, who are we doing? Who wants to go next week? Well, Megan got one on here, so I guess I gotta go. Oh, so I just put one on, though. I just put one on just in case you wanted to each do one. No, I think we'll just do one I song. Don't have to talk about mine. Yeah, I don't have to talk about mine. I just put it on there for the heck of it. So next week's will be Na- Megan's. Yeah. And then the week after will be yours. So I got two weeks to find one. Yep. <laughs> I now, already have one. We need to figure out what we're gonna do next week. Mm. Episode wise. Because I have one on I have one on the on the doc on the my spreadsheet schedule. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I gave you I gave you no doubt. Yeah. Gee, thanks. You gave me. So no I don't doubt. know. I've been thinking we hit up our top our top uh episode. Revisit it. What's our top episode? Do you know? Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. That's a Megan that's Megan's baby. Yep. Megan, you up for it? Sure. Lincoln Park too? Yeah. I sent you my list of ones that I'm dying to do. Yeah. So pick one. How about uh, you? You pick one. You let yeah, us know. I'm up for you let us know which one you want to do. Because this week Kelly picked No Doubt. Yeah. And then we'll do we'll do a Megan episode next week. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Maybe. And Lincoln Park just does. It, I mean, it does not go away. Yeah. Well, every and, week and it gets more and more listeners. Lincoln Park transcends time. Is that yep. the right word for it? <laughs> Who? Well, did you send me a, a Lincoln Park TikTok or was it an Instagram story video? Me. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> there was one. That's, probably. You guys were kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Someone sent well, me a Lincoln it, Park one. It was funny because, so we both have separate uh, conversations. Oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> separate conversations on Instagram. Yeah. So Megan sent me a video and you sent me the same video. Oh, t- <laughs> <laughs> So I'm thinking we need to just make a group chat on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we might have to. We have a we have a group text message. Now we have to do a group Instagram messaging. Yeah. All right. So I, I looked at that and then and I haven't even gotten a chance to watch the video yet, but I looked at yours and then I clicked on Megan and it was the same oh. one. I'm like, what the heck? So I'm I, Well, I was I'm guessing that maybe she sent it to you. And, and I sent it, it to you. Yeah, yeah. And sent it to me. <laughs> and then you sent it to me. 
Well, we're making sure you get it twice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> we're making sure you get it. So it better be good. All right. <laughs> Both of you are sending it to me. <laughs> All right. So next week, we'll be doing another episode. Hope We'll see what it is. Yeah. And if you guys haven't heard the Linkin Park episode, it's really good. Yeah. Apparently, because it's our top one. <laughs> it's eight, eight, every week. It It is consistent. Yeah. That's every awesome. week it gets listens and listens and listens. That's awesome. I love that. But you weren't on it, though. Were you on it? Yes, I was on it. Yeah. It was the three of us. Wow. Wait, that was our first episode together, wasn't it? Yes. My apologies. I got that confused with another episode. I got that confused with our season finale, season one. Because that's our second highest episode, the cover uncovering the covers. That one I was not on. Yeah, that's why I get I get them confused. It was I apologize. You and Megan and Brett. Yep. Yeah. Brett, come on the show. <laughs> Brett's busy. Hashtag bring back, but bring Brett back. <laughs> that's a mouthful. Yeah, no. <laughs> so we're gonna Brett, do the honorable mentions. Yeah, go for it. So I just threw these in there because which I don't know any of those songs. Really? Nope. Mm-hmm. Don't know any of them. I don't either. Okay. Well, basically all of them, but the first one are on Treasure Kingdom. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I know nothing of those songs. Uh, so, Bathwater, I think that is on the Rocksteady? No. I would expect you to have done better homework than this. I know. I can't. I just did it really So, fast. just call it Bathwater. Yeah, Bathwater. I like that song, but it didn't do well chart-wise. Never heard of it, so yeah, it's awful. Um, Ended on this, Excuse Me, Mr., Hey You, and Happy Now. Wasn't Happy Now a... um. No, that's something. I, I'm thinking the Michelle Branch song. Can you look? Oh yeah, no, it's, a, diff- it's okay. a different song. I was wondering if that is it the same song? Did Michelle no. Branch? Okay, it's a different song. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, all all those songs except for Bathwater on Tragic Kingdom. So that whole album basically just listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on the show, Gwen. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> just let me just die right now. <laughs> Should we do an episode on Michelle Branch? No. No, okay. I was just thinking that. I mean, she I mean, think about it. She has a lot of hits. A lot of hits. Okay. You got the Santana song, "The Game of Love." You got "Happy Now." You got "Breathe." You got um, "Everything." And I'm drawing a blank right now, so disregard. Yeah. So, like, what four songs? Huh. So like four songs. But no, she's been around. She has good songs. That's a lot of hits. <laughs> and she did her most famous ones we can't say on the show. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Man, I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, besides the point. Yeah. So the show's email address is bpdpodcast48 at gmail.com and the Instagram is bpdpodcast. So I think that's it for no doubt. Hopefully you guys like this episode. Yeah. Tracy, listen to the episode. <laughs> Tracy, let me know if I did this episode justice because she is a diehard fan. <laughs> if she's even listening. I'm going to send her a message. When I this episode posts, I'm going to send her a message like, hey, listen to this episode for me. Yeah. <laughs> she used to work for Disney, so maybe. What? Yeah. Why are I you think, just I think now telling me that? I think she did. Oh, maybe I'm getting her. No, I know, I know Tracy was a diehard No Doubt fan. I remember that vividly. But yeah. If you had a friend that worked for Disney, why am I just now hearing about ah. this? Whatever. Like, we could have maybe gotten things oh for free. No, we're not. All right, so let's let's have... I'm going to sign off with hasta luego. Megan, what you got for us? Later, hater. All right, later, hater. All right. I'm 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 waiting for this one. Come on. <laughs> we're in touch, so you be in touch. <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>